I think yoga is the practice of paying attention. On this podcast, Yoga Strong, we talk about what paying attention on the mat, what being aware and being present, whether you're in the studio or out of the studio or in the kitchen or with your family or with your friends in connection, in your heart, in your head. What does paying attention look like for your life? That's what this podcast is all about. That's what Yoga Strong is about. It's not just strong in your muscles and strong in your movement on the mat. It's strong everywhere. This is Yoga Strong with your host, Bonnie Weeks. It's that super amazing time where we get to hang out on this podcast together. Today, I'm going to tell you about something that I have started doing recently that has been really helpful. And there's been a couple podcasts recently where productivity has come up and so today's podcast is, is going to be a little bit about productivity and a little bit about scheduling your time. And this doesn't matter, like, it doesn't matter whether you're an entrepreneur or you are trying to figure out how to show up with your kids or you are working for somebody else or like you name it. I think all of us have interesting relationships with time and with productivity and with valuing ourselves and, and how that looks from day to day, how that looks in our tasks. And yeah, so that's going to kind of be our conversation today. I'm going to jump into this by telling you what I have been doing most recently. And that is that first of all, I am my own business. And it really has been this last year that I have really stepped into this and, and it's been, you know, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of learning that goes on and I'm, I constantly feel like I'm, <clears throat> I'm learning new things and which is, you know, it's great. And also it can be exhausting and figuring out a system for myself when nobody else is, is here, you know, checking up on me. Nobody is saying, Hey, you're getting things done. This is, this is me on this journey. And I have a business coach that I've had a business coach almost consistently for this whole past year now. And it has been amazing. And having somebody that I'm, you know, checking in with once a week has been, has been really good for me. It's making me feel less alone on this journey for sure. And I'm grateful for that. And, and one of the things that I have learned in the process of having a coach and, and having somebody else just kind of reflect their own experience and, and tools. And so the thing that I've been doing recently, which it was not actually explicitly said by a coach, this is something that I have just started doing myself, is to time block and schedule out my day every morning. It doesn't always happen every morning, but it's it's just been the last couple of weeks that I've done this. And I have noticed such a difference in what I am able to get done in my attention that I'm able to pay to the things that I'm doing. And I think really importantly, giving myself a turnoff time because I mean, especially now with, with quarantine and, you know, people working from home, I'm always working from home. <laughs> it's always, there's always something to do. And I always felt like there was something to do even before running business. I, I was, you know, I've always been predominantly a stay at home mom and there's a house with people living in it and kids and there's always something to do. So when do you turn things off and say, I don't have to do anything else right now. 
And creating the schedule for myself has really helped me be able to do that. So here's what it looks like. In the morning, I have found a lot of drive to be able to get up in the morning these last couple weeks to get up earlier than my kids. And my youngest, I wake him up at seven o'clock. So that was feeling hard for me, but then I decided that I needed to do something different. So I set my alarm for 6.15 and I schedule in a little bit of time for me to roll around in my bed and slowly wake up because that feels good to me. So I'm going to set my alarm early enough that I can slowly wake up and not feel like I have to jump out of bed. And then I get dressed, fully dressed, and I go downstairs. My bedroom's upstairs and I start my matcha and or tea or whatever. And then I meditate and meditation can be anywhere from two to 12 minutes usually. So it depends on the day and the timing. And then I make a list of the things that I need to do. And of course, this list can be done the night before. You could make the schedule out the night before. I have just been doing it the morning of, and it has worked well that way. But, you know, I'm sure things will evolve for me as much as they will for you. And so as I have written this down, then um, the things down that I need to do, and sometimes I don't need to make a list ahead of time. I just start writing and I, I say, okay, like I'm going to wake up my kiddo at seven and and it depends on the day. Some days he actually wants to get up and do a workout in the morning with me. So then I would have gotten ready in my workout clothes. So we would have planned that ahead of time. Or then, you know, I, I'm planning at least a half hour um, in before, like between 7 and 8. So it kind of depends on some timing in there. Like by 8 o'clock for sure, I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm at work. And before that, it's breakfast. It's being with my kids. It's waking up. It's being present in that moment, because as a parent, I really want to, you know, have this balance between my work and the things that I'm like finding joy in and creating and, and sharing with the world and also showing up in my own home. And I want my kids to not just think of me always working. And, um, I mean, it's tricky because they see me and I see them working, you know, we're here in this space and I just want to, I want to be able to do both. I want to be both places. And so I have to think about that. And so I'll write out and say, okay, before eight o'clock, these are the list of things I'm going to do. Sometimes meditation happens in there if it didn't happen earlier. And then I will write down, I'll say from eight to nine o'clock. And then I write down what I'm going to do. And then nine o'clock to 10 o'clock, this is what I'm going to do. Then nine 30 to 10 30, I have a half hour of something. And then 10 30 to 11 30, you know, and then 11 30, I give myself a half hour break break can be to move, um, to get some food, whatever it is. And then coming back and saying 12 o'clock, 12 to one, then what am I doing? And actually writing it down in hour time chunks, hour to half hour, uh, the two hour time chunk sometimes works too. It depends on what the thing is that I'm getting done. And the cool thing about this is that I am, you know, using this last week, I, I talked about how to make decisions and talked to, you know, briefly about eating the frog meaning what's the thing you don't want to do and scheduling that first thing in the morning, being able to see it. And I have a whiteboard and I leave this whiteboard. It's like a big one. It's sitting against the wall. And what thing is it that I really am like, Oh, <laughs> I put that on there first. I think I'm just have to do it for this hour, this time chunk. It's all I have to do it for. 
And so I schedule my time and I say, okay, for one hour, I'm going to work on this. And once that one hour is up, there's the next thing on my list that I need to get done. Because as, as like the person doing the things, there's a lot to get done. And there's a lot of different little things and things that, you know, I was a, I was a stay at home mom and I, you know, would clean the house and buy some groceries and make some food and take walks with my kids. And like, you know, I felt like that was a lot and, and it is. And also now I've added on to that and business owning and having like, I do multiple things. And so the organization of all of that, plus the home stuff is, is a lot to, to keep going without feeling like you're burning out and not burning out is the key because the world needs you, needs what you have to offer. So how do you set yourself up for success to be able to deliver to not only other people, but to yourself, the life that you want to live? How do you help you serve you so that you can better serve those around you? So this time blocking as in like a daily schedule by hour has been really helpful and has helped me get a lot of things accomplished and, and keep track of, you know, the things I need to do and the small things or the big things that I avoid because it doesn't sound as much fun are actually getting done because I'm saying this is my hour. I have to do it in this time and actually keeping some sort of, um, accountability to myself that this is the time frame that I have to do it. And then in that time frame, I can't get distracted. If an idea comes about a different thing that's coming up in the schedule, I don't allow myself to do it. And this comes, you know, this is also with like jumping on your phone to check something and you can get sucked into the hole of your phone, right? Or your email, or, you know, if you're going to answer emails then put that on there as, you know, for this hour, you're going to answer emails, you know, or, or whatever it is like the, that has to be scheduled. Like everything has to be scheduled. What's the focus of that moment? You could take breaks in between the switch of, of things, which is also totally fine. But I, I think it's been an interesting experiment. And I would say it's all experiment. Everything is an experiment of saying, how do I show up more present in my life? And that really is what I'm currently doing and expanding and saying, I think I need to do this differently. So maybe this is an idea that is interesting to you. And, and I even think in my, in my stay at home mom era of deciding that and saying, I'm, you know, going to do, I mean, <laughs> I'm still here in my house, right? My pantry still has to get cleaned. And in, and in this time, then, you know, what's the time block that I have for specific things? When am I showing up in my house to do the house things and the grocery shopping and, and the kid things and those things still happen too. And those are certainly things that you could put on your own schedule. And, and who the hell cares if you are running a business or not, you can make yourself have your own schedule and let it be something that provides structure for you so that you can find a flow. And I really think that's, that's really fascinating part about yoga is that there's this form to it. And in this practice of attention and the way that yoga looks like and, and bleeds into the rest of my life, when I think of, you know, there's this mat that I practice on for yoga and it's a definite form of this rectangle, but what happens on this mat? I flow all over it, but I stay in a relationship with this mat. And I look at flow yoga in particular, where I'm moving from position to position and these poses have names. And they have specific shapes that, you know, in general I'm making, but then there's this space in between and how I get from one thing to the next that is this flow. 
And it's very much like the rest of our lives. What kind of structure can we set up in our lives so that we can have more flow and more ease? And I think of yoga often as this, this balance between grace and strength, between this form and this flow. And that, I want that in, in all areas of my life. And, it, and it's what makes me feel a sense of balance. And when there's too much of one thing, then there's an imbalance because I'm missing the other. And, and having this schedule has made me feel more structure. It, it, it releases my anxiety around the things I need to get done. And it's making me be able to get things done that I need to. One of the other parts about this is, you know, I, I also have my coach, uh, she recommends even dedicating one day to email and saying like, just one day a week, don't answer emails except for on that day. If there's pertinent things that, you know, if you need to check it and if there's something like very pressing, answer it. Otherwise, they can wait a week and it's totally fine. And so rather than getting bogged down in the email daily, that you could put that off and do it once a week. And there's no rules. And I think that's the thing to remember and for all of us and in, in like this technology exploration, right? I, I saw this image the other day of a cell phone back in the 90s. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly like the cell phone that I first had that was like in the glove box of my Subaru that I would keep turned off and just turned on when I needed to use it. And it's like this big gray clunky thing with an antenna on it. And you know, this, we are adapting you know, for my age, like I'm adapting into this, this world and my kids will never not know technology as part of their daily experience. And, and so I think that plus I've never been an entrepreneur before daily. It's new. It's kind of like, I feel like daily I'm a new parent. Like I've never been a parent to a kid that is you know, 14 years old, nine and almost nine months. Right. And then tomorrow it will be another day more than that. That'll be the first day that I've been a parent to a kid that old. So I have learning to do. And I think trying to remember that learner mindset and, um, and, and being, being grateful for the learning I get to do. And it feels really key to me in this because it can then feel just like it's incessant work, which incessant doesn't have a very good positivity to it. <laughs> so again, it's the, the get to, which, you know, again, this is kind of referencing this last week's podcast, but that I get to do this. So time blocking can look like your day laid out hour by half hour and, and keeping yourself to that. And also if things arise, because life is life, that things need to adjust when that day comes, let them adjust. You're going to put those most important things that you're going to get done that day up on the, for, on the top of the schedule. And I would even say on Monday, this past Monday, I was, I had to like a number one task. I said, this is what today is for. And I put that at the top of my list and a lot of other things didn't get done because that thing took longer, but that was my number one thing. I'm like, Monday is dedicated to this. If I get other things done, this is what I'm going to do. And so it felt like a successful day, even if all the other things didn't, didn't work out because I absolutely had to finish that one thing. And so that's okay too. Like let there be room to move. Also with, with, with time blocking, it can look from day to day different. So for example, I podcast on Fridays. I record podcasts on Fridays. And on 
you know, the day that I have, um, there's every Wednesday, every Wednesday I record well, on, on a Wednesday once a month or Thursday, it depends on, on the month it is. Um, there's one day a month, let's reframe this. On one day a month, I record all of my classes for my online on-demand little library for my membership site. On um, weeks that I have, that I'm, I'm hosting and running Flow School, then I will have a day that I'm teaching Flow School, that there's a lot of Flow School things that happens that day. And the day before is the day that I know I'm prepping the email to send out outlines for that. And so then there's like some schedule to that where I'm like, this is what I have to get done on these days. And it really helps to block that out ahead of time and to hold myself to that because if I can can spread it out far enough, then it doesn't feel like so much in, in one day. And also, like allowing there to be grace to think that sometimes it feels like a lot, even if it's not. And, and writing things down, setting them down on, you know, being able to visualize them. And so I have this whiteboard. I really like the being able to write it, not just have it be on, on my computer or on my calendar there. Just being able to write it can be helpful to realize how little or how much it actually is. With this, I you know, also say that I think having a, a business coach has been pretty vital to my experience because it has made me not feel so alone in this. It has been somebody that has, that I, like I, I love having somebody who holds me accountable and I'm definitely accountable to myself, but having somebody that I know cares about me and, and having a coach that it is a compatibility of, of uh, personality is really important. But somebody who I know cares about my success enough to be like, I want you like to message me and, and, and tell me about, you know, X thing that you're doing or whatever it is um, by Friday. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm totally gonna do that because I appreciate the hell out of, out of her. And so that's been really key and, and this, um, so I, I would encourage anybody who is on an entrepreneurial journey to find mentors and to not feel alone in this because you're like, there's so many ways you can have support and it's going to be some money. Like there's going to be money you have to pay into it, but you know what? I would say it is so worth it. I pay a lot of people actually to help me and I paid people to help me before I had, a lot of money to pay people to help me. And not that I have a lot of money now, but I have more money now. But I think it's because it's like comes in small ways. And some of it, you know, some people showed up when I didn't have anything to pay and they wanted to show up still. And there's definitely some lessons of being willing to let people help that want to. And trusting, trusting people, you know, it just reminds me of the, let's talk about sex episode on communication of saying what you mean and meaning what you say and, and trusting people in, in that as well that are, that are for reals, that are for reals there and ready to support you. And, um, I think that one of the gifts of time blocking and scheduling like this is the gift of monotasking, monotasking, meaning one thing, doing one thing at a time. Can you think of right now, the last time you did one thing and it felt so good. The last time you got sucked into a book and you were like in that world. Last time you were on a hike and you were just like in the hike or you were sitting by a campfire and you're like, oh my gosh, I just like, I'm staring into the flames. (laughs) Right. That time when you are listening to your kid tell a story 
and you're playing with them and it doesn't feel like work and you're just there. What are those times when you're doing one thing that you can think about? And what kind of joy did that feel like? When our brains are trying to process lots of things because they're capable of doing that, it can feel overwhelming. And it oftentimes is the slowing down and doing one thing at a time that gives us relief. It gives us clarity. It gives us confidence. And, and sometimes movement is a reset. Sometimes I think I just need to go move for a minute and just move. Like just let myself just move. And if I'm so much in my head, it helps me like get like in my, in my head of like the things to do. And uh, there's long lists, even if I've written it out. And I like, sometimes I need to move my body. Maybe that's a walk. Maybe that's getting on my mat. Maybe that's lifting some weights. Maybe that's jumping on my skateboard. Maybe that's shooting some basketball hoops. It can look like a lot of different things. But for you, what does that look like? Move your body in some way where you can set down your phone, set down the screen, set down the list, and just do that thing and breathe and just be there. And sometimes that can be a reset for you to keep going. It is an adventure. <laughs> it's all an experiment. And, you know, maybe if I recorded a podcast on this in, in two months, you know, who knows what I'd say that I learned about this, this again. And, and maybe that's a great idea. Maybe I'll revisit this and, and report back on, on how the time blocking, on, on how setting my schedule has supported or not what my life looks like in two months. And it'd be interesting to hear back from you if you try this in, in any sort of variety, right? So there's several ways you can do this and, and it doesn't even have to be for everything. It could just be for a handful of things that are in your head. Like how does that, how does it help you? How will it help you? I would love to hear back from you. If you try this, let me know. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the ways that you reach out to me and send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email. And it just means a whole lot that we get to be here together. And, and I think um, I often just think of when I'm done with any new podcast, I think, man, I, I would just do this all the time, especially the interviews with folks. There's just so many amazing humans out there and the gift it is to to receive somebody's time and the stories that they have to share and the way that it lifts all of us is so impactful to me. And I am so grateful to be doing this. And, and, you know, I, I had dreams of doing a podcast for a long time and, and to be able to be here with you and having it be my Friday podcast day and be able to talk to you, talk to you in the future when you're listening to this it's, it just, it gives me lots of gratitude. So thank you. Thank you for being here. And I will talk to you soon. Mwah.